welcome to another episode of Last Year Dodgeball. I'm your host, Niame No. In fact, welcome to the last episode, for this season anyway. So as usual, grab your snacks, adjust your volume, and listen up. So this week's episode is going to be a little bit different because I usually type up my notes, I read from it, and record, and then I edit, and then I post. This is the first time, so please forgive me if there are errors, but I am going to just be talking from me, my mind, and just letting you guys in. So I hope over the past six episodes you've been able to understand that the last for dodgeball feeling is something that is created by you. It doesn't mean that the outside influences around you that are making you feel this way aren't true, that they're false and that they're all made up. It just means that you have a hand in amplifying it because you don't accept who you really are and so you start to create all these scenarios and problems for yourself. So take for instance in the first few episodes where I mentioned that feeling of you know, you playing dodgeball and you keep thinking in your head, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. These are the reasons why I didn't get picked. That doesn't mean that that's true. Maybe you aren't good at that sport, but that doesn't mean that you need to put yourself in a position to feel that you're different and people aren't going to choose you and start connecting these feelings with things that you are already feeling insecure about. It's normal to feel insecure, but don't think that you can combine the two and that's going to be your answer. For me, I did. I made that mistake. And much like I told you when I went to college, you know, I did the same thing. I kept telling myself that I had experienced so many years of being the awkward black girl, the one who doesn't act her ethnicity, the one who is strange and doesn't do things that people expect and because of that my mind made me feel that I was weird instead of accepting it as not being weird but that's just who I am that's just who I was meant to be and I let that feeling you know carry all throughout in every decision that I made and much like the trauma that I did go through I started to think that you know I deserved it because I was the different one. I was weird. I had put myself in those positions and just the reactions alone that I received from everybody else, I just thought, well, it must be true. People wouldn't treat me like this if I wasn't like that. If I was accepted and I was normal, as they so eloquently put it, none of this would have happened. But now I realize it's because I didn't accept myself. There is no one way that an ethnicity is supposed to act unless, you know, it's in regards to religion, of course, but just because you look at me and you see my skin tone, that doesn't mean that I can't like all of the things out there that people say are for other ethnicities because guess what? It's not. It's it's for everybody. It, and I know that there is a distinction between things that are literally meant for other ethnicities and not my own, but things such as the fact that I love heavy metal. I love 
Korean dramas. I love camping and hiking and swimming and all of those things that people say that are stereotypes that aren't for me. I felt so uncomfortable back then and it even poured into the episode where I was talking about the sorority. I'm not saying I didn't agree with the values because honestly, I think that's where I started to really be comfortable in my own skin. You know, I just thought, I guess by joining a sorority with a bunch of women who look like me that in some way I would switch, you know, that I was just caught in a phase or something like that. As everyone had told me growing up, I'm in a phase, I'll grow out of it, I'll grow out of it. And here I am looking many years later and I haven't grown out of it. I'm the same. If anything, it's been amplified. I am more comfortable now with the weird quirky things about myself that people say are so strange that I love it. But it wasn't an easy road to get here. It was difficult. It was sometimes painful. And it left me a lot of scars. And not even to mention when it came to, you know, relationships. There's points where I wasn't comfortable with myself. And so how could I be comfortable letting someone else love me when I didn't love myself? I, back to the sorority, um, I was just surrounded by these women and they just look like everything I thought I was supposed to embody. That I'm a black woman and I should be able to do X, Y, and Z. And that's not the case. I enjoyed my experience and I enjoyed the, the people that I've, you know, got to know and become close to from that, but I think I did join for the wrong reasons. I'm happy with the outcome, but I did join for the wrong reasons. And in going forward to more of the episodes, thinking back to my childhood, there were certain instances where I had already felt like I was weird because maybe my parents suffered trauma same way I did and they're older and they just didn't figure it out and how to cope with it and how to deal with it and how to change. So because of that, maybe that cast it down onto me and instead of understanding that they're human too, I just saw it as that's mom and that's dad and they must have everything figured out. But not realizing that, that doesn't mean that it's true. Because they're human. They're not just these figures that we look to to be the answers. Of course, you know, their parents are supposed to provide guidance. But you can't take away from the fact that they have their own experiences. And for me, I did just that. I saw my mom, I saw my dad, and I just thought, these are the people that are supposed to make me feel loved. But if they never felt it... How could they give it? I started placing all of these like stresses and this pressure in my head on them because that's what I thought they should do. I would look around and realize that I didn't have that and forget and not be thankful for what I do have. I'm not saying that all those things that I went through I should have gone through, but I appreciate where I am now. I am comfortable in my own skin. I no longer hold myself back when I'm talking to my friends 
in fear of being the weird one, in fear of them saying that I'm strange, in fear of them calling me out on something. I welcome it because I'm so secure with myself now that I'm happy. I want to talk about all the things that makes me different. I want to converse with people and, you know, get to see what's in their mind as well because maybe somewhere in there they've experienced a little bit of it too. And now... I'm so happy I get to just sit back and just be me. I don't question myself anymore. I don't try to prove who I am to anyone. And if someone can't accept me, then I realize that they're not for me. I can help them along the way and just talk with them and be honest and open. But if they're not for me, they're not for me. And I'm delighted to even say that because back then... Let me tell you, that would hurt me. I would question and think that so many things were wrong with me before I understood that that person is just not for me. I would always think that it was myself. And I don't know if this is true or if there's any factual, you know, evidence behind this, but just speaking from my experience, growing up in a minority household, an African-American and Caribbean one at that, there's a lot of things that I do notice that we just don't talk about things on an emotional front I will say it's always you're supposed to do this you're expected to do this and why haven't you done that we don't sit down and talk about our emotions and how this made me feel it's always you need to be strong you need to be tough because the world is not going to be nice to you and it's always you know stories of when I got here and I came to this country nothing was easy for me and it's like I'm not taking away from that I understand that that was their truth but this is mine I grew up here and I'm a human who needs to talk about my emotions I don't want to feel like I have to hide them all the time because hiding never never brings about positivity to be able to talk about these things openly is the key and as I was growing up, I realized that's what it was. When I started being open and talking about my feelings and talking about my interests, that is when I found people who not only look like me, but they share my same experience. They share my same likes and dislikes. And because of that, I started to realize it wasn't me. I just hadn't found the right bunch yet. And I spent so much time, sorry, I spent so much time trying to fit into a bubble into anybody's bubble just to be accepted because I didn't want to feel weird and not understanding that there was a whole world out there of people who already thought like me they look like me and they welcomed my ideas and I know sometimes some things that I say are going to be up for debate but I no longer try to please people and just want them to accept what I'm saying I now truly understand the difference between being honest with myself and it's just, it's been a beautiful experience and I just want to thank you guys for joining me on the journey of just talking about those instances where I've gone through all that past trauma, 
everything that has led me to feel that I was so strange and so different and that I didn't even belong in this world and through the bullying through the sexual assaults through the rape through everything I know you guys didn't have to listen so I just want to thank you I just want to thank you guys and this has been Last for Dodgeball while this is the last episode for this season, we will be back in the new year, same time, same place, Thursdays at 7pm. You can feel free to follow me on Instagram, that's last for dodgeball, no spaces, no underscores, all lowercase. And also, don't forget to send your stories to lastfordodgeball at outlook.com. I'd love to hear it. <laughs>